Welcome to the True Me podcast with your host, Nicole M. Nicole is an experienced business person with over 25 years of corporate success. She founded True Me Coaching in 2012, and she now helps corporations and individuals around the world to achieve authentic success and lasting happiness. Nicole provides warm guidance with a genuine program designed to enlighten and inspire. We hope you enjoy the show. This is Nicole M. Thank you for being here with me for podcast number two of this second series. I cannot thank you enough for all the feedback that I'm receiving regarding how this podcast is helping you and how it has become part of your life. This is extremely important for me. So, once more, thank you very much for sharing your comments so generously with me. Today I'm going to touch upon a behavior we all have displayed at some point in our everyday without knowing or realizing the big effect it has in our life and in the life of the people around us. I'm talking about our habit for keeping an outer-looking gaze, about the fact that our focus is on what others are doing or not doing. Sometimes this is enough to trigger gossip, devaluation, rejection, fear of others, and consequently making us unhappy. The one thing that we do not seem to realize is that those behaviors are a reflection of what we think and feel about ourselves. When you condemn somebody else, what you are really saying to the world is that you are not happy with your behaviors or even yourself, and it feels easier to see somebody else's hump than our own. And although it happens automatically, because we have learned it from our upbringing and society, it is having a negative effect in our life. We all have our very own way of thinking and behaving, based on our upbringing, our experiences, our values and beliefs. There are not two people that are the same, and there is no right or wrong. Usually, people are motivated by their own desires and goals. They try to achieve them, even if we do not understand them, even if we do not accept them, that is what it is, that is what happens. The important thing to discuss is what is going to be your disposition towards that person or that situation, a disposition that will not make you feel powerless, but on the contrary, that makes you feel in control, strong and capable. And it all starts with us. Most of us do not allow ourselves to be expressed fully in front of others. We hide from ourselves and others. We are hesitant, afraid, ashamed of what might happen if we let others see us. So we start wearing masks that we have been told are suited to different situations, so that others might like us. Thus, little by little, we conceal our true selves so much that we lose it at the end. And because of our frustration and our own unhappiness, we see at others and try to put them down so that they will be miserable as we are. It is possible that your need to control things and enforce them on others masks a feeling of fear and doubt regarding yourself. Maybe that is your way to affirm your personal value. Nevertheless, if you believe that someone else has to think, to feel, or to act on the basis of what you consider they should, you are definitely out of sync with life. If you hold on to certain perfect thoughts about how all people should be, This can bring a great deal of pain into your life and your relationships. 
More specifically, that behavior is the exact opposite of accepting others the way they are. The fear of not measuring up to the perfect images which are holding in your mind, in spite of your constant efforts, makes you vulnerable. Because if others go about it differently, what does that mean for you? Are you the one who is wrong? For example, I had a client once that used to dislike obese people, make fun of them and reject them because he considered them either weak or sick. For him, this was the unconscious way to affirm that he is right, better, stronger or even healthier. The interesting thing was that this person also showed signs of addiction. He was a compulsive gossiper. When you belittle others and question their value, the case may be that it is all part of your strategy to feel better about yourself, even if you do so unknowingly. Moreover, you need to accept the fact that there are no two people alike, even though they may share a lot of similar characteristics or beliefs. Everyone has a different life theory and believes in a different version of the world. Since everyone is different and unique, you have to allow others to do what they do and to have what they have. Refrain from judging them and try to be emotionally detached from their behaviors and actions. There is a sense of freedom in allowing people in situations to be who and what they are, no matter what you feel about it. In fact, When you do not consent, you are in a state of resistance, and that resistance not only deprives you of your freedom, but also obstructs the free flow of well-being. In any case, resistance is the opposite of being one with life. In order to allow the things you want to flow in your direction, you have to allow others to focus on what they want, even when you disapprove. To judge and criticize others does not absolve you of your responsibility. The more energy you put into such negative thoughts or words, the more you invite these kind of experiences into your life. For instance, the more we judge people, the more we attract people who judge us. If instead you accept and not just tolerate diversity, then you are flowing with life. In point of fact, intolerance shows resistance and rejection of others and their choices, even when not clearly expressed. On the other hand, acceptance shows love and understanding. Basically, these are two very different behaviors, which bring very difficult results in your relationships. And I do understand that this might be very difficult to do. I see it from my clients. A lot of people have a hard time accepting it in their hearts and minds, because it does not conform to common daily behavioral patterns. One of the reasons is that criticism and gossip have infiltrated every social discussion and are widely regarded as acceptable behaviors. Unfortunately, the negative side effects associated with those behaviors are not always detected. People are therefore reluctant to abandon them. Hence, the ongoing recycling of those negative results. If you had a rule that states that you will feel good about yourself and your life only if everyone agrees with what you believe or want, you will never get to experience freedom. Judgment and criticism are the very opposites of freedom. They are obligation and imprisonment. 
because you can never make the rest of the world behave in the way that you think they should. It is as if you are trying in vain to achieve the impossible. Needless to say that the opposite scenario cannot happen either. You cannot always act in a way that pleases other people, especially if that particular behavior is at odds with yourself or your real needs. The effort alone will cause you a great deal of pain and internal struggle, given that you deprive yourself of the right to be the person that you are. So, what I am proposing here today is that you take a good look at yourself, accept, honor, respect, love and support who you are. Take the time to get to know yourself and make sure you have a clear picture of your needs, your values and beliefs. Identify the rules that govern your life and embrace your true identity. Furthermore, Choose your values and beliefs and release your talents and skills for the pursuit of infinite possibilities. Only when you have done that will you become recipients of the very things you desire the most and only then will you be able to honor, respect, love and support others. And this will all happen spontaneously and effortlessly. You can begin your efforts towards acceptance of yourself right away. All you need to do is to adopt a new, deliberate, supportive thought. Let me give you an idea. You might say, I am who I am. Being me, I allow others to be who they are. And repeat it often. When I understood at a cellular level what I am saying to you here, many of the situations in my life started making sense. Let me give you my personal experience of this. It seemed that I had spent years judging others and comparing them to myself and my beliefs. Admittedly, passing judgment used to be one of my favorite pastimes. The thing is that, at the time, I was convinced that my model of the world was the right one. So, whenever I met people whose behavior deviated from mine, particularly in matters of ethics, justice and respect of others, I felt great discontent, outrage, and confrontational. Twelve years back, there was a lady in my business environment whose beliefs regarding office organization and people management were diametrically different from mine. I used to observe the way she behaved and I would get upset. If that was not enough, I would talk about her for hours with my friends after work, criticizing her management style and how toxic she was to the business environment. The situation deteriorated fast as I expressed my opposition to her behavior and soon there was this conflict between us that everybody knew about. In my mind, I was the hero trying to save and support other colleagues while she was the evil one, irrational, egoistical, close-minded. Those thoughts and reactions put me onto a vicious cycle of dispute that was having a negative effect on everyone in the office. Then, as I started to realize that my behavior was not working, I decided to follow a different path. What I did was very simple. Every night before going to bed, I will take five minutes to really think about what the ideal business environment for me would be and the kind of relationship I would like to have with my colleagues. I embraced the idea that this woman was doing the best she could, 
based on her own experiences and knowledge. I therefore decided to allow her to be who she could. I accepted her as she was. I continued practicing on this exercise for a few more days. And even today, I'm impressed by what happened next. The result was astonishing. A week after I started with my exercise, an important meeting came up, a meeting where we were both invited. Because of the topic we were to discuss, the possibility of engaging in a dispute was very high. Strangely enough, things went smoothly, and to top that, my colleague asked me to help her deal with a couple of human administration issues as she felt she lacked the necessary experience. So, my advice was most welcomed. To me, this is a clear sign of how things work in the universe. While I was in a state of resistance, things were very difficult. Yet, as soon as I abandoned my negative attitude and allowed that colleague to be all she could be, her behavior was no longer unconsciously defensive and she opened it up to support. In that way, I managed to help her help the entire department, and definitely help myself. Since then, I consciously allow people to be as they please. However, I am very clear about the role I am letting them play in my life. This behavior has led me to enjoy a better, stronger, and more essential relationship with my children, my family, my friends, and my business partners. The most amusing part, however, is to observe the constructive effect of this behavior when applying it in public places, for example, the tax office, the bank, even the supermarket. Allow people to be who they are and act on the basis of their desires and abilities. If you find it difficult to conduct yourself in this manner, that more or less means you are unhappy with yourself and you project your discontent on others. In that case, take a look at yourself to realize what is happening, so that you choose an even better behavioral strategy next time. What I propose is, first, letting go of all judgment and emotional attachment regarding other people, their possessions and actions. Step number two, acknowledging other people's rights in the same way you stand up for your own. I believe it is the essence of the words love your neighbor with all his faults. In general, everyone understands, perceives and views life differently. Therefore, it is pointless to seek absolute agreement and consensus. Realistically, there are times that you will not be able to help yourself and will pass judgment on people and situations. But you have to realize that by judging, criticizing and opposing others, you are basically making it harder for yourself. As we explained before, the phenomenon of action-reaction is present in this universe of attraction. The more you push against undesirable things, the more you will be in sync with that pressure and the more you will receive pressure in the form of unwanted experiences. And as long as unwanted experiences keep coming your way, you will be affirming over and over the same convictions, thinking that you were right all along. In other words, 
The more you hang on to your convictions, the more you will experience them time and time again. On many occasions, socializing with others can be stressful and problematic, but asking them to be different is not the answer. Most people are not in the least bit interested in changing, and even if they wanted to, it is highly unlikely that they will be who you want them to be, because their inner self will react to the change. Let me take the issue of acceptance back to us now. We are usually confronted daily with people that annoy us, infuriate us, distress us, either because they do not think like us or they do not behave like us. Whenever you find that someone or something is pushing your buttons, you must realize that you have a great chance ahead of you because you have an opportunity to grow from that situation. The first question to answer is, why do you have those buttons in the first place? If you did not have them, nobody would be pushing them, correct? You must acknowledge that whatever has happened or is happening has a reason for it and it will continue to happen in your life until you get to the bottom of it and release it. It doesn't have to be the big things that happen to you or for you. It is just as important to deal with the little day-to-day -day irritations that touches you the wrong way. The little things are actually the perfect place to start to practice acceptance. It is equally important to realize, though, that when someone pushes your buttons, that alone implies that you have unresolved issues and you need to carefully analyze the fact if you are to get to know yourself better. Take this example. When you were a child, your parents were very demanding and nothing you ever did was ever good enough for them. Growing up, you always tried to please them or get their approval, but you never did. Consequently, you were led to believe that you are not good enough. Now you are an adult and you are an employee at a firm. You love your job and you try to do your best. At one point, you present your work to your supervisor and while he seems generally pleased, your mind singles out from the entire discussion one little comment of his, where he asks you to make a minor correction. Although it is only a trivial matter compared to the volume and quality of your work, it seems to have struck the chord as you immediately begin to feel sad and disappointed. The discomfort you are feeling is not because of your supervisor's comment, but because of what you believe about yourself. It dates back to your childhood thoughts of not being good enough. Given that these convictions deviate from your desires, you feel sad and disappointed. If you wish never to feel that way again, changing your place of work or your department will certainly not suffice. What you need in order to experience the things that you desire is to be in alignment within yourself. What I mean is that you have to start thinking of what you do want to experience, focus on it and act on it. And that has nothing to do with anything or anyone else. You must therefore understand that neither your supervisor 
nor other people around you are to blame for your reaction. And for that reason, you have to set them free and allow them to be themselves. In time, you will come to realize that each person you interact with brings you the amazing gift of knowledge since he or she reflects something in you. Depending on the behaviors you receive or your reaction to them, you will be able to assert the degree to which you have improved your acceptance of yourself and to further monitor your progress in higher levels of awareness and knowledge. When someone pushes your buttons and says or does something that bothers you, you tell yourself, this person is neither good nor bad. He or she is neither a person I like nor a person I dislike. He just is. He is one more person who does the best that he can. According to his upbringing, his convictions, his situation, and his present needs and desires, whatever he does is all about him. It has nothing to do with me. It is absolutely necessary in order to make a step ahead towards your own fulfillment that you accept yourself as you are and then allow others to be as they are. If you allow yourself to be the real you, you are motivated by the energy of love and acceptance of yourself, inspiration and creativity will emerge from within and you are in a better position to move forward with the creation of what you desire. At the same time, allow others to be, to have and to do as they wish, without trying to fix them, change them or prove them wrong. That will get you nowhere. It will in no way bring you closer to your pursuits. Instead of trying to prove other people wrong for who they are or for what they do, Simply assume the role of an observer and say, That is something I choose not to accept and will not apply in my life, but I allow you to be and to do the best you can. You must realize that the only thing which can bring you closer to your desires is your own flow through life, your thoughts, beliefs and actions. Focus on yourself and on shaping the beliefs and actions that will lead you to progress, while at the same time allow for all other things to exist. Well, that is all for today. I hope you have found it helpful. For any questions, remarks or comments, please send us a message at nicole at trueme.co. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the True Me podcast. For more information on Nicole and True Me coaching, head to trueme.co. If you would like to request a personal or corporate session, you can send an email to nicole at trueme.co anytime.